you will know you're at the point of purity when you are daily choosing to invest your time, energy, and resources in living every aspect of your life in a way that honors and glorifies God. Welcome to episode number three of the Point of Purity podcast. I'm your host, Steve Etner, and today we're going to discover how giving up porn and seeking after God wholeheartedly is eating what is good. As you discover the true point of purity, you will find yourself delighting in the richest affair, enjoying all that God has to offer in life beyond your wildest imaginations. So as we work our way through today's podcast, you will see that God is sufficient for all your needs, all your desires, and that he alone can fill you with joy and satisfaction. So let's dive in to episode number three. Listen to the promise that God gives us in Isaiah 55, verses 1 through 3. He says, Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters. Why spend on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good. Your soul will delight in the richest affair. Give ear and come to me. Hear me that your soul may live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you. That's a a lot of verses there. But I want you to think about what God's talking about here. He asks a very important question. He says, why spend on what does not satisfy? Why spend your time, your energy, your resources on those things that do not satisfy? I want to specifically address the issue of lust and porn and self-gratification or masturbation. Those things do not satisfy. Oh, they give you that pop, that rush, that, that quick little fix that you've been after, but they don't satisfy. It doesn't last. So why spend on that which does not satisfy? Think about this. Why, why have you spent so much of your time, so much of your energy, and so much of your resources on something that's not lasting. It doesn't bring you happiness, doesn't bring you fulfillment. It doesn't truly satisfy. It ends up leaving you empty, searching for more, hungry for more, thirsting for more. You're spending on that which does not satisfy. And God is saying, listen, listen to me. Eat what is good. Let me feed you. Let me fill you. Let me give you the things that you so desperately need. And your soul, not your flesh, not your body, your soul will delight in the richest affair. And it comes from listening to what God has to say. He says, give ear, come to me, hear me, that your soul may live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I want you to think for just a moment on the difference between spending and investing. When I'm spending on something, I am throwing my resources away. I am giving them away so that I can get something immediate, something short-term, something that's not going to last. But when I'm investing, I am I'm putting my resources into something that is going to last, something that is going to bring a great return somewhere down the line, somewhere in the future. I want you to consider this with me. Looking at porn, lusting after another person, sexually acting out, self-gratification, masturbation, that's spending 
That's not investing. You see, we know we're at the point of purity when we are daily choosing to invest our time, our energy, and our resources in living every aspect of our life in a way that honors and glorifies God. It really needs to be all of my life for him, none of it for me. Well, together as we continue to dive into this podcast series, we're going to learn how giving up porn and seeking after God with our whole heart is what Isaiah described as eating what is good. It is delighting in the richest affair, enjoying all that God has to offer in life. And trust me, my friend, he has a lot to offer. So as we work our way through this podcast and the ones to come, it is my goal that you will see that God is sufficient for all of your needs, that he will fulfill and meet all of your desires. Only God can fill you with joy and satisfaction. His love for you and the grace that he gives you is grander and greater than anything that you can possibly imagine. I love the words of Zephaniah. Yes, you heard correctly. Zephaniah in the Old Testament, chapter 3, verse 17. Here's what it says. For the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty Savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. Let those words settle deep into your soul. Take a moment and and listen as, as I quote the verse again. The Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty Savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. Oh, let those words encourage you. Let them fill you with joy. Because, you see, God, the almighty, all-powerful, most holy God of the universe is with you. He is right here, right now, even as you're listening to this podcast. He has not left you. He hasn't forsaken you. He hasn't turned his back on you. He hasn't given up on you. He hasn't said, okay, you gave in to lust and porn and masturbation one too many times. I am done with you. You figure it out now. Uh Uh-uh, not God, because that's not who he is. He is God. He is mighty to save. You can count on the fact that he not only has the power to free you from this habit, but he has given you that power. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, it says, His divine power has given us everything we need to be godly. Oh, stop and think about that. Let's let that truth settle deep within our hearts. His divine power has given you everything you need. Now think about that power. What kind of power are we talking about? It's the power to speak into nothingness and have the entire universe come into being. It is the power to walk on water. It is the power to stand in front of the grave of a, of a friend and shout out, Lazarus, come forth and have a dead body already stinking and rotting 
come back to life and step out of that tomb. It is the power to say to the storm, peace, be still, and have the the wind and the waves instantly obey your voice. That's the kind of power God has given to you. Now, no, I am not saying that you have the ability to calm the storm and to speak to the dead and have them come back to life. You're not going to go out to the lake or the ocean and start walking on water. But he is giving to you the power and the ability to say no to the pull of porn and the lure of lust and the magnet of masturbation. He has given to you the power to be free. So why are you still struggling? More than likely, it's because you haven't learned yet how to use the tools that he's given you. You haven't, you haven't learned yet how to plug into the power, so to speak. You see, you haven't learned yet how to submit to God, James 4, 7, and resist the devil. And when you do that, when you submit to God and resist the enemy, you can watch the enemy flee from you like a whipped pup. Well, throughout this podcast and this podcast series, I'm going to teach you how to do that. You're going to find yourself drawing closer to God. At least that's my goal. That's my desire. That's my prayer for you. As we just saw in Zephaniah 3.17, God takes great delight in you, not in what you could be or, or in what you should be. He delights in you as you are right now. He longs for you to see his power displayed in the most miraculous masterpiece he has ever created. I'm talking about you. He wants you to understand his his unfathomable love for you. That love is not based on your performance. It's not based on your ability to be pure. He doesn't love you more because you resist the temptation more. His, his love for you isn't contingent upon your success rate at being a person of integrity and godliness and purity. He loves you just the way you are. The simple fact is that God is crazy about you. Now, I know that because of the position that you're in right now, the struggle with your sinful habits, the struggle with sexual purity, the, the, the temptations that just overwhelm you and you cave in again and again and again. You struggle with believing that God could possibly be crazy about you. But the scriptures don't lie. John 3.16 says, God so loved you that he gave his only son, that if you believe in him, you will not perish. You will not spend a Christless eternity in hell, but you will have eternal life forever in heaven with him. John 15 verse 13 says, Greater love has no one than this, that one lay down his life for his friends. That's what Jesus did for you, because he loves you. 1 John 4 10 says, In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Romans 5, 8 says that God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. So as 1 John 4, 16 says, we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. Have you come to that point? Do you believe that God loves you just the way you are? You see, as John 4, 1 John 4, 16 goes on to say, God is love. Whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. 
You see, there's nothing, absolutely nothing that you can do to make God love you any more or less right now than you could have a moment ago or a year ago or tomorrow or five years from now. His love for you is unfailing. It's uncompromising. It's always there. He is ready right now. He is able right now to lead you to freedom from your sinful habits. Okay, Steve, so what's the plan? Where do we go from here? How, how, do, how do we make this work? Truth be told, there is no plan here. Although you will be taught biblical truths and godly principles throughout every podcast, this is not intended to be a checklist kind of thing. This isn't about do this and stop doing that and you'll be pure. I don't want you to turn any of this into a, a set of laws or a checklist that you need to keep every single day in order to be good so that you can win God's favor. Now, having said that, don't misunderstand me. We're going to definitely talk about some things that you need to stop doing. And we're going to definitely talk about some things that you need to start doing. And, and in time, throughout the, po the podcast, we're going to cover all of that. However, that's only a small piece of this purity pie. I don't, want, I don't want you going through life dependent on a set of rules. In Colossians chapter 2, listen as I read to you verses 20 through 23. It says this, Since you died with Christ to the basic principles of this world, why, as though you still belong to it, do you submit to its rules? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. These are all destined to perish with use because they're based on human commands and teachings. Such regulations indeed have an appearance of wisdom, with their self-imposed worship, their false humility, and their harsh treatment of the body, but they lack any value in restraining sensual indulgence. In other words, the rules by themselves are not going to make you pure. This Point of Purity podcast this series is not about a, a particular system. It's not about a set of steps to follow. It's not a do this, don't do that. The enemy will take advantage of that and chime right in, trying to convince us you're never going to be free. Why bother even trying? You've been there, haven't you? You've heard that argument before. So I'm not wanting to teach you. I'm not wanting you to learn a set of rules just for the sake of following the rules. That's not what's going to set you free. In fact, the rules are just going to put you into a different kind of bondage. We're going to talk about changing your way of life. Our ultimate goal is real, genuine, lasting change that happens from the inside out. So I promise you, that if you prayerfully apply yourself to what I'm going to teach you in each of these podcasts, you will discover that you can be the man of God, the woman of God that God has designed you to be. You will discover what John 10.10 10 refers to as the abundant life, a life that is deeply satisfying, and you will experience his touch of healing. So let's let that healing begin. And to do so, I want to tell you a little story. This man that we're going to talk about was a cripple since birth. He was born with twisted feet. He was incapable of walking without help. 
Society had branded him an outcast. He was unable to work, and as a result, he was reduced to the daily task of begging for money, just so that he could feed himself. Every day, as far back as he could remember, he sat next to the temple entrance, his head bowed, basket raised high above his head, begging the passing worshipers to find it in their hearts to give him something, anything. Well, on this particular day, a day that really was no different than anyone before that, or the ones before that, or the ones thousands of days before that, this beggar sat in his usual spot. He was crying his usual cry, and he was expecting the usual result. However, this day, his life was about to drastically change forever. And it was going to change in a way that he could never have ever anticipated. It was roughly three o'clock in the afternoon. Peter and John were on their way to the temple to pray. As they arrived at the entrance, the two disciples stopped. They looked down at the beggar, and they did something that no one had ever done before. You see, everyone else ignored him. Everyone else always gave him a wide berth. Everyone else shook their heads and rushed past. But Peter and John stopped, and they talked with him. Look at us, Peter instructed. Shocked, the beggar slowly raised his eyes toward the two men who dared to speak to him. Money we do not have, so money we cannot give. Discouraged, the beggar lowered his basket and began to look away. However, Peter continued, what we do have, we freely give you. Reaching down, grabbing the beggar's hand, Peter spoke with a clear and authoritative tone. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Instantly, the beggar felt strength flow like a mighty river into his ankles and his feet. And then he did something direct from the pages of his wildest dreams. He jumped to his feet and began to walk all on his own, something he had never done before in his life. (laughs) Giddy with excitement and awe, He followed Peter and John into the temple, all the while jumping and shouting for joy. The commotion inside the normally quiet temple drew a large crowd. The the people recognized the beggar. News spread fast that the, the cripple who had been sitting at the temple entrance for all these years was now inside walking and jumping. A miracle had just happened for sure. Well, seizing the opportunity to give God the glory, Peter spoke up. Men of Israel, pointing to the beggar who was still jumping for joy, he continued, Why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we made this man walk? God did this, and he can do the same thing for you. Well, Peter paused, looking into the eyes of everyone. Taking a deep breath, he shouted, Repent and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. I challenge you to stop and think about that story. came directly from Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 19. And I want to submit to you that you are just like that beggar. On your own, you cannot walk a path of purity. Let's face it, you've tried. You've tried many times, but you can't do it because you're crippled by lust, 
and porn and masturbation and sexual impurity. Oh, you've cried out for help, but until now, it feels like you've been ignored. And even now, as you're starting to listen to this series in, the, in these podcasts, you're, you're hoping against hope that this time, somehow this time, something will be different. Well, if you allow it, it will be. Not because this is a great series, because this is a wonderful podcast, and certainly not because your host is some awesome spiritual guru. I cannot change you. I I don't have that ability. I couldn't even change myself. But God does. I cannot change you. But here is what I can do. I can, in every one of these podcasts, lead you to the only one who has the power to totally change your life. Let me remind you of 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. His divine power has given you everything you need for life and godliness. Oh, my friend, there is hope. There is help. There is freedom. And it comes from God. I want to make dead certain that you understand this point. Your hope, your help, and your healing will not come from me. It will not come from these podcasts. It won't come from anything that I have to say outside of the power of God's Word. I, in this podcast series, is just, are, we're just tools that God willing, He will use to guide you along the way. God will help you have lasting victory. The key, the critical, vital, essential point that you must not miss the peace, if you will, that puts the whole puzzle together is found in Peter's words to the Jews in the temple that day that God healed that beggar. Acts chapter 3, verse 19. Repent and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Let me take a moment and point out a couple of things from that verse. First of all, it says, repent. What does it mean to repent? Sometimes I think we interpret it simply as meaning I need to say I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry for what I did. And certainly that's part of it. But repenting involves changing direction. It requires a conscious choice to turn. It involves making that decision. I've been going this way. This way is not the right way. This way is taking me down the wrong path. This way is leading to destruction. I'm going to turn around and go the other way. That's why in in Acts 3, verse 19, Peter says, repent and turn to God. You see, when you are turning to something, it also means you're turning away from something else. And for you, what is that that you need to turn away from? You need to turn away from your lust. You need to turn away from the pornography. You need to turn away from the masturbation, the self-gratification. You need to turn away from sexually acting out. Yes, you need to turn away from it. Not wean yourself off of it. Get a little bit less and a little bit less and a little bit less until it's finally gone. No, that will not work. You must repent. You must turn. You must go the opposite direction. You must go (laughs) cold turkey. And I know that's hard. Believe me, I walked that path. But I'm also here on this podcast telling you it is possible that through Christ, you can do this. You can be free. You can turn away. But it's critical that you make that choice 
to repent and turn. And when you do, Acts 3.19 promises, your sins will be wiped out and times of refreshing will come from the Lord. I'm sure, I'm confident that you want those times of refreshing. That's what you've been searching for. You've just been searching in the wrong places. So I challenge you as we wrap up this podcast to hide God's word in your heart, to memorize Acts 3.19. Repent, turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out and that times of refreshing may come from the Lord.